Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other hosts, Brennan McCullough and Mark Choi. How are you guys? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Toasty. Glad to have you. But uh, let's talk about video games. We haven't heard from Mark in a little while. What have you been up to these days? Um, So, last time I was on, I was playing Far Cry 4. That's right. And I'm still going with that. <laughs> and the only reason being is because... I got pulled back into Skyrim, and it's kind of funny. I I don't know why. I guess just I hadn't played it in so long that it became interesting again. But I started up a whole new character. Hell yeah! On, oh on wait, Skyrim it's such a good PC. game. Yeah, I have like four hundred hours on my Xbox 360 on it because when I first got it, I went to like the opening night release for it back when those were still cool and a thing. Uh, and I picked up a copy for the Xbox because my, my gaming PC wasn't built back then. Um, so I've like, I've beaten the entire game over like multiple times. Uh, if you look at my Steam library, it says I only have like 40 something hours in it, but in, in reality, I have like 450 hours in it, but God, yeah, I'm, I'm going through it again. I'm just trying a different build this time. But and, I have a quick uh, question. So you're playing it on PC and you used to play it on Xbox and stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts of the, not even remaster, but like, I, is it a remaster? Yeah, it's just like the HD version of Skyrim. And I think they are tossing in a little bit of bonus content. Yeah. Are you, do you have any interest in that? Well, so the thing is, because I own the Legendary Edition on PC already, I get the new one for free. So they just Holy gave it. Shit. So I I already have it. It's I I'm looking at it right now. It's not a, available to download until the 28th. Yeah. Um, and now I'm concerned. I've put a bunch of time into this new save file, not realizing that was going to happen, and it's listed as like an entire new game I have to download. So I don't know if my save file is going to work for my from my other game. So I may have just wasted so much time. <laughs> that's what i was just getting at no i was gonna be like why won't you save it for the new version uh but also i don't know i'm excited for it and i i think i have the legendary version what's that when you have like literally every elder scrolls game on pc it's, in a box uh, set it no it's just when you have skyrim the version that comes with all the dlc that's all oh uh, okay fuck yeah you still have two days i don't maybe it may or may not be worth it i mean it's I don't know if there's really going to be anything huge besides just a graphical overhaul, which I've been doing since day one with mods. Yep. Yeah. I have, the, I have the most ridiculous mods. Um, the problem, though, is if you use Nexus Mod Manager, you really, really need to keep track of what mods you have. Because if you have to like reinstall Windows or something and you don't perfectly reinstall the mods and go like find them all across Nexus... It won't work. Your save file's gone. You can yeah. have like a hundred hours in that save file and it's gone. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, it just it won't load. <laughs> and you gotta find out which mods can work with each other because some could crash if you have it incorporated with other mods and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And if you install a mod on like a very played through save and it crashes and you've saved, then you ruined your save file even. <laughs> Even like like you you can't get it back, which yeah. is why doing mods is it's cool, but it's like make it stable at the beginning, like risky business, nothing to lose. Yeah, <laughs> install them one by one, not all at once. Definitely, because it it's some work, but it's the reason Skyrim's spinning around. Like it's an amazing game, there's no doubt about that. But I would say the mods are the reason, like that, and all the Bethesda games. Like people are still playing Fallout Three because of the mods. I think some guy just got an award for a Skyrim mod he made, like for the writing and something in it. Like, so it's, it's being recognized by other things besides just the gamers. Yeah. Now I'm, now I really do feel like I just wasted so much time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I, that's why like I, I honestly asked that question if you're interested games. in the new one. Cause yeah, I, I think you might just want to hold off until the 28th and download that and start fresh. Uh, maybe I'll just get going back on Far Cry 4 and finish that up. Yeah, I'm like, so, oh my god, damn it. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, besides that, been playing some um, Devil Survivor Two Record Breaker on 3DS. Still, that game is so hard and it's so long. 
and I'm like slowly breaking away at it. I get frustrated and I just put it down for a really long time. It's like, if you ever played like Final Fantasy Tactics? Yes. It's the same game style as that. It's just, okay. it's just like the Persona world. Okay. It is so hard. And it's like, you can make a bad choice early in the game and then that'll screw you over for and like hour 60 and there's like no way to like grind like the only choice you'll have is to fight the next boss and it's like you just keep losing so fuck <laughs> yeah it's i like it like i love these games but it's that's why it's just i keep bringing that game up because i i get mad and i put it down for weeks and then i pick it back up <laughs> and then i make a little bit more progress and then rinse and repeat but what else have, have i been playing brennan you i hear you chuckling over there <laughs> i was just thinking it's like oh what have i been playing it's like oh overwatch and that's it <laughs> oh i haven't actually yeah overwatch i've been playing more of that with the halloween the halloween like mini game and and the halloween drops um yep. it's cool the halloween bonus game type i did it a couple times Mm -hmm. i then i went back to playing regular games yeah it's fun but since it's only four people and it's really tough like you'll definitely you could die on normal like that's reasonable and then hard is really tough so it's hard to actually do without having a four-man team like that you know like it's hard to do with random people oh yeah and finding matches takes forever Oh, I actually found matches quicker than I did in quick play sometimes. Oh, well, yeah. maybe maybe that was because it was one thirty on a Monday afternoon. <laughs> that, that might, might have had it. something to do with it. Um, oh, another game I've been playing that Brendan bought me. Um, oh. Uh-oh, is, Bad Rats. Uh, well, I mean, it's along Two. that same vein, but uh, <laughs> it's called... Wait for it. The Youth Drainers. <laughs> oh, did we talk about this or do we just talk I about it off air? I do not recognize no. that at all. No, okay. What the fuck is this? We talked about it off air, but okay. um, <laughs> I'm 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 going to play a game or no game with you guys later and that almost sh- should have been one I could have used, but you would have known. Damn it. Yeah, I don't know, so you, looking at it, it doesn't look like a game. It doesn't sound like a game. <laughs> what the fuck? It might be the worst game I've ever played in my whole life. (laughs) So in an unknown location, pregnant women are being held and monitored against their will by a race of little evil humanoids. They want the babies for their heinous experiments, but you as a mother see no alternative but to take your own life to save your baby's soul. (laughs) Jesus Christ. In the game, they refer to them as midgets. In the description, it says little evil humanoids yeah it explicitly says midgets in the game and the all right let me explain how the game works <laughs> so bad it's you so are bad. you're a very very poorly drawn topless chick in standing in like a dark living room and like all you do is walk around and press the space bar to search things like you search Stuff that you shouldn't be able to search. Like, you'll search a lamp, and it'll be like, <laughs> it'll be like searching, and this little progress bar pops up. And then all of a sudden, this other little bar shoots across it, and you have to, like, time the a space bar press to hit it at a certain point in order to keep searching. And if you mess it up, you just start over. But all that does is just, like, you'll find a key every now and then that may or may not open a door nearby, and then just... Rinse and repeat that, and then the lights go off sometimes, and then that's when the midgets attack you. And you have a flashlight also, (laughs) and the flashlight is how you ward them off, but they're so fast, and it happens so randomly that it's almost pointless having it, and you just almost always die. God damn. And, like, there's no... I found all this out. Through just like straight trial and error because there's no tutorial. There's no key binding like layout. So you don't have no idea which keys do what. It'll just be like, take out your flashlight and it'll be mapped to like the Y key or something like, like, why would you think that would be the key to pick? <laughs> it's so <laughs> terrible. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you like it. 
Goodbye, Bren. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was a it was a nice uh, joke gift. It, I, I see. I actually play the games that suck that you buy me because I think it's really funny. So I think you should do that too. I just don't want to install these fucking awful games. Dude, my- just do it. Like most of the time, <laughs> like this game was like a hundred megabytes. Like just do it. It takes you like all f- like thirty seconds to download. It's just like watching like a critically. It's like watching Marley and Me, like a movie that's like, oh yeah, it's great, but it's gonna make you very sad. It's like, oh, this like going into this, this I'm just gonna be upset and like angry. Like I, I'm knowingly going to be mad at playing this game, so I better be in a great mood beforehand, or else yeah. I'm gonna come after you. It's, <laughs> it, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a different viewpoint on it entirely. I just think it's hilarious, but um, I just I'm gonna keep ma- buying them for you. Oh, well, thank you. No, I more so get mad at, like, at, like, Steam and, like, people that buy these and, like, that this, that these are allowed to actually be bought with money, like, because they're so bad. Well, that's I what I mean. That's the whole point of the red light community and all that shit. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you know what? That's a good idea, Tug. Well, actually, red light district is something entirely different. But there's the green light, which allows oh, for green all these light. awful games. But there should be a red light where... Greenlight is like potential games trying to work their way into the market that have potential that are good, as redundant as that is. Uh, and the red light should just be the shittiest games, like Tommy Wiseau's uh, movie. What was it? The Room, like oh, the yeah. room equivalent <laughs> of video games. Were like this one that I bought for Mark or any ones that he's bought for me. Like these games, I I'm sure the people who made them tried their best. Yeah, I'm sure they put their mean. love into them. But dear Christ. You can yeah. only love something so much before you admit that it's an abomination. It's funny. I said the red light does, or red light uh, community. I meant green light, but it's uh, the reason I even say red light is because it reminds me of I, I've been tuning in for the attack like said since since it started, and they have a segment called uh, the Green Light District, which uh, funny enough they basically talk about the most ridiculous games that are in question of whether or not they're going to make it into Steam or not, and sometimes they're really ridiculous in a bad way, and sometimes they're pretty damn good, and it's like of course we want to do that. So the it's cool how the chat kind of weighs in there opinions they'll put a bunch of red lights in the chat and be like oh this game sucks uh but they do kind of need something like that in general on steam to know like this game already exists but shouldn't <laughs> yeah nah steam doesn't care they're not gonna like actually monitor anything they Good get point. money either way oh uh i played a bit of civ 5 because of all the civ 6 hype i reinstalled it on my computer and played around a bit yeah uh, it took me like nine hours and i remember Holy why i don't shit. like playing civ because yep. I was playing on easy, uh, on a pretty easy level, like difficulty, and I was like the riches had the most people, the most countries, every like I was clearly winning because it was like super easy, and I just got to the point where I kept paying other like countries to attack this one small country that only had two cities, and just kept paying them to bully them because it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, Genghis Khan, why don't you start a war with the Ottoman Empire for me? You know, for laughs. Uh, but like. It was like nine hours, and I was already winning by like an hour in. So then I just had to pay, play for like eight hours of just like tedious shit until the round ended. And I remembered why I'm not a big Civ fan. Yeah. And I, I know some people love it on hard difficulty, but I know I'm too dumb for the hard difficulty. And right. Easy difficulty is too easy. So I, I, I see the appeal to it, but it, I think it's definitely more fun with friends or people you can talk to while playing instead of AI. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um... Yes, for me, I've been playing uh, more of that Abyssrium game. Guess what, guys? So I remember the last time I brought it up, I was trying to get all the Halloween event fish, and I pulled it off. I got the bone whale. I'm so happy. <laughs> this thing is fucking enormous because it, like, it takes up like <laughs> almost like the whole screen of the phone. It's like just huge, and this thing like floats around in the background sometimes. Sometimes it'll swoop down in front. So it was it was kind of worth all the trouble. But the worst thing is like I was doing this thinking like. Oh, uh, there's probably some kind of like Google Play achievement for being like, oh, you did all the event fish. Uh, there wasn't. I was just a little hopeful for that, but whatever. It's, that's the thing though with these kinds of like, uh, tapper games. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and get to like this point. And then once you do, it's like, oh man, I'm pretty good. I can, <laughs> I can just chill for a while now. But, uh, it is a really fun game. I have a really sick aquarium going. So check that shit out. I'm serious. Abyssrium. Fucking I got awesome a great aquarium game. going. They're all dead. 
No, uh, there's half of them are dead because it's like event fish. But uh, and that's a, a sh- another shitty thing is they're probably all going to be taken from me. So like, in, <laughs> like in like a fucking week, it's going to be like, bye, bone whale. Uh, fish so protective whatever. services come by and they see that you're starving your fish. <laughs> you're a bad father. No, it's nothing. Oh, God damn it. Um, but, and then let me think. Oh, yeah. And then I recently just streamed some Path of the Sky because I, I recently had talked to you and Matt or something about a roguelike. And I was like, oh, I have to play some Path of the Sky. So I got around to it. It's been since updated since I played it because when I was playing, it was very early build. But now it's like way more challenging. The first boss is super hard. I remember I used to get very far into this game just like as a breeze. And now it's like ju- coming back to it. The controls are all like throwing me off. I'm like, fuck, I got to get used to this. So after a couple of uh, playthroughs, I'm like finally getting used to the controls and having a lot more fun with it and remembering all the crazy like items you can get. And it's just a super awesome game. Path of the Sky is great. So I'm having lots of fun with that. Probably going to continue to stream that. And then as far as PS4 games I've been playing, it's just uh, Resident Evil, the remaster. I got that for free and I love that game to death, but like it's a little different. Like they changed things up to the point where like I, I feel like either I missed it in the original PlayStation version, which is possible, but I don't think it's true. Or they added like locations like so, for instance, where the first like zombie you encounter in uh resident evil one takes place it's like in this room where there's a dead body and it's one of the stars members who he's just like eating and shit you eventually shoot him down or you get barry to kill it and then you go back into that room and you can get like ammunition off the dead body first of all in the remaster there's no ammunition on the dead body and i was like fuck and then then there's like another door to my left and i was like whoa that was never there before and it like takes you down this whole other way so like i wonder was that there i don't know some listener, if hey, you're a hardcore Resident Evil fan, let me know. This is the same game I, I was playing like two episodes yes, ago. Yes, exactly. So have do you, did you encounter this? Because that's the place you have to go in order to get to the Book of Curses, which has the fucking sword key, which is uh, almost insane because when I got there – or wait, no, that's not, that's not that way. M- my mistake. That's actually in the center uh, of like the hallway. But regardless – uh, w- once you get like, you get this thing called the book of curses. Like, will you take it? I was like, the first time I played, I was like, no, fuck that. So I put it down, but uh, you have to take it in order to examine it to, to realize that there's a key embedded on the back of it. Take the key and then realize that's the sword key. So I don't know. Those games are kind of not very intuitive, but it is because there's only, you exhaust all your options and it's like, well, I'm going to go ex- explore all the mansion I can. All the zombies are dead. I can't do anything. Well, I guess I'll go take that book of curses. And that's what happened to me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I like bought that and I played a little bit of zero and one. Um, zero's the one on the train, right? I'm trying to remember which, which one is which. See, I didn't play zero. So uh, yes, because no, this is just, uh, the original one in the mansion remastered it's and i'm grateful i got for free it's something i probably would have bought but it was just one of those ps plus things i think okay gotcha yeah i gotta make more progress on that yeah me too i'm it's like one of those games where it's almost like you kind of want to walk through just in case because like nearby because they're very complicated but um yeah, that's basically all I've really been playing. I I feel like there's some things in the n- news. Uh, oh, but- there's so much. Oh, man. Uh, let's see, though. Since the last episode, I don't know what episode's going out. A uh, lot of shit happened, though, so apologize if any of this stuff is old and you don't give a shit anymore about listeners. Uh, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 was announced. That's yes. finally happening. We're finally announcing it on our show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a podcast exclusive. Uh, no, uh, for me, I never played the first one. I me know either. it's considered. I know. Oh, shit. I, I was like kind of sin. hoping you did. It's yeah, like me a neither. sin to not play that game in the game yeah. world. Yeah. I know. I know. Wait, all three of us didn't play I it? I know. We're, oh, this is disgusting. I was hoping oh, one of us no. would. Uh, yeah, apparently it's like one of the greatest games of all time. It's for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West. As someone, I realized though after those announcements, I have no interest in the Wild West, like at all in any genre, in any story, because it just seems like constant struggle. I agree with you. Any happy moments in the Wild West? If I could be Spike Spiegel in the Wild West, I'd do that. Or Will Smith. Oh, Will. (laughs) 
let me ask you guys have any of you, has anyone actually watched that movie like recently like now that you're an adult and like aware of things yeah what the fuck is up with their like android spider shit i don't even remember uh, there's so god damn it the <laughs> there's so much wrong with that movie that it's just it's so awful wall wall west <laughs> It's like back when you're kids and you're dumb, and you're like, yeah, this is a silly movie. I'll let this happen. As an adult, you're like, I'm insulted this exists. Like, <laughs> this is like detrimental to my intelligence. Uh, oh, and you're not wrong, though. No, I don't disagree about, in general, the genre of Westerns. Like, it just doesn't really do anything for me personally. So, yeah, eh, it's sorry. It just seems like a I, constant struggle to survive. And I'm just like, oh, it doesn't seem fun. I like That's Wild me. West stuff. And I think it's cool in a video game specifically because no one has done it. Like that game and then like a I would hand, say no one's done it maybe well a handful like of others. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I know they're they're like games. probably older too, so Yeah. But I also know like in Red Dead there's like city it's not all just desert. Like there's actual cities, like the, uh there's like forest, you can find Bigfoot and unicorns in there, like there's the horses of the apocalypse. Like there's plenty of crazy stuff. But That's dope. I, yeah. Uh, so that got announced, so people are losing their mind. But I know some people are a little disappointed, because the first game was called Red Dead Revolver, and then Red Dead Redemption. And some people are a little disappointed they just slapped on a 2 to the name and kept going. But, I don't know, hopefully, hopefully the story's just as good. Yeah. It's not coming to PC, unfortunately. No, I'm not really surprised by that. Yeah, I'm not either. Although, it, I mean, actually, what what will most likely happen, I've heard online... It's going to do the same thing GTA 5 did. It's going to be like console for like a pretty long time and then it'll drop on PC like in like later. the far future. Yeah. Back when it's not really, I mean, like it'll drop like when it's pretty much been played for year, a year or more on console. Mm-hmm. Once everyone's got their fill and are tired of it and then they go, hey, look at this again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, we talked to Phil Lamar not too long ago, like, I think when this, like, three episodes ago, uh, about the voice actors, pro to, or, you know, disagreeing with some of the video game companies and their working conditions and how they don't really work with them. They hold them back on a lot of stuff. Yeah. They're on strike. The SAG union, the Screen Actors Guild, is, uh, the whole union, not just the voice actors, like, all actors in the union are on strike against uh, a few companies, like 12, 12 video game companies in particular. So not everybody, but uh, the big 12 that are most uh, most guilty of poor acting conditions for the actors and stuff. So is it Activision, uh, Blind Light, Corpse, uh, Corpse of Discovery, Disney, uh, Electronic Arts, no surprise. Uh, Formosa Interactive, Insomniac Games, which did like Spyro and all those. Yeah. Interactive Associates, Take Two Interactive Software, uh, VoiceWorks Productions, and the WB games. So, some big names in there, but none of them I'm surprised by that kind of disrespect some of the actors and stuff. And it's not, you know, it's not the entire company, but it's definitely some people in those companies. Uh, so you can find it online to see exactly what they're striking against. But I believe Phil Lamar is actually leading a protest at EA Studios, uh, at October 24th. So, in relation to whenever this comes out. Way to go, Phil. Keep it up, man. Yeah. So, it's for anyone wondering how this is going to affect the games, No, ga- any games that were in production before February 2015 are done and, like, they're still working on it. So, like, if they had a contract for a game before that date, they're still working on that game. But after that, no, vo- no actors at all in the union are going to be working with those 12 companies. Woof. Uh, yeah, so, and there's plenty of actors not in Union that can still work with them, but it's it's more about the conditions in which they were worked in and less about, like, the pay. Yeah. So the companies did try to, like, say, like, hey, we'll give you, like, a 9% increase or something, and they're like, it's not really about the pay. It's, like, how they have to scream for hours on end and damage their voice. So it'd be like if you were a delivery driver and your boss told you you had to make all these deliveries in going 80 miles per hour. It's like, that's going to destroy your car. Like, I'm not going to do that. It's the same thing with voice actors. They can't destroy their voice for one project. Yeah. That's uh, rough else? conditions, man. Oh, uh, yeah. There's there's a lot of involved like stuff involved with that. So 
if you see any headlines or anyone saying like, oh, they're just being greedy and they want residuals or something, there's a lot more to it than that. Don't don't just think it's uh, actors trying to do a money grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last thing I had, well, a few other things. Bethesda is not doing early copies of games anymore. So they didn't do it for Doom. They didn't release any early screener copies or review copies. And the game still did well. So Bethesda's thinking, hey, let's not give any review copies out. That way people have less information to buy our games with. So if it's bad or good, they'll buy it regardless. So it's it's a good sales tact- uh, tactic, but it's bad for us as consumers and gamers because it's less information. So they're doing it with, speaking of which, uh, Skyrim, the I think the special edition, yeah. And Dishonored two, they're going to give out review copies the day like the day before it comes out. So that's probably a good idea. It's like fine, but it's just making people wait, and the people who want it like the day of, like can't are going going in blind whether or not the game's good or bad or even works because sometimes games are broken on launch. That's but a also, good point. yeah. But I also say you don't pre order and you're fine. Like if you can wait like a week and see those reviews, then fine. But if you're someone who wants the day the the game the day of. Then this kind of kind of you know hurt you a bit. Don't you miss those days where you would be super hyped on a game and you would go to the midnight release party <laughs> at like GameStop or something, and they oh, had like yeah. pizza and Mountain Dew and everything what? there. Whoa, what? No, I never did, did this. To? That didn't happen for you guys I, ever. I've gone to midnight releases, but it was just you just awkwardly stand around, not making eye contact with anybody. Pretending yeah. like you're looking at games when you all know you're there for one game that's going to be released at midnight, and then you just buy it and go home. Like there was the, never pizza. <laughs> the Skyrim release I went to had soda and pizza. What? That is cool as fuck. Yeah, they know their demographic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Although I did go to another midnight release that was just like embarrassing. I don't even remember what yeah. game it was for. There was like three people there. <laughs> we all got it and just went home. Yeah. Oh man, I just have so much nostalgia from that. I remember after I bought Skyrim on on the midnight release, I re- I drove to Wawa, I got a Red Bull and a bag of munchies, and I went <laughs> <laughs> I went back into my room and I played it till like five in the morning. Oh, and young and in high school again. Yeah, well, I was in college. It was in 2011, oh. and uh, I did my first class wasn't until like like t- two that next day. So I just like, <laughs> yeah, it was. That- uh, that's the life. <laughs> oh, man, I miss that. I really much, miss that. It's pretty much a Skyrim episode now, isn't it? <laughs> um, but at least yeah. it's at least it's well timed. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for it. Um, but yeah, don't pre-order stuff. You just get screwed over. And this way, Bethesda's just trying to hide information from you so they can get your money earlier. Like you can wait a week. It's not that big of a deal. But also, it's your money. Do what you want with it. I'm not your dad. God, I hope not. I'm not your dad. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and the last thing, which isn't really video game related, but it's technology related, and I thought it was just really fucked up. Uh, I think in San Francisco, a guy has developed a new bike lock to deter <laughs> bike thieves, and it's called the Skunk Lock, and it's designed with like a two-cylinder like, system or two-pipe system, and the big, like, the big thing with uh, bike thieves is they don't like pick locks. That takes too long, and it's suspicious looking, and then someone can get the cops called on them by that. So what they do is they just run up, cut the lock, and steal the bike and go. Like, it has to be quick. That's what bike thieves want. This is you cut into it, and then this chemical spray will spray out and make you instantly start vomiting. Jesus Christ. That's the deterrent, is that you're just going to vomit on the spot. So the uh, creator even said, yes, you can pick the lock. It's not unpickable. It's just a lock. But it would take too long. And if someone cuts into it, it's supposed to be a deterrent. And like Doug, you said in like offline that like oh couldn't someone just come back like wash the bike off and still steal it anyway yeah but you also just vomited everywhere and everyone saw it like, oh no dude i didn't even suggest it like that i'm saying like if you're the thief all, all what's gonna happen is you're just gonna leave a trail of puke as like evidence and they'll never you can still get away with the bike if you have like a strong resolve yeah like if you're committed to the just like puking through the lock and, and then just, like, riding off on the bike that's all puking. You can still do it, but yeah. it's just going to be a really gross experience for everybody. Uh, it would make me feel better, at least knowing the thief that took my bike had a bad day. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah I had a bike stolen in college. I would have been fine knowing someone was Oh my god, again, that's the funniest story ever. 
then again, actually, it was also college, so people were throwing up all the time anyway. It's actually, I, I might be overhyping that. Actually, no, it's, I, I am overhyping that. It's, it's not the funniest no, story ever, but it, his bike got stolen the first day we moved in. <laughs> yeah, it was like the first week or something. I mean, I like I used it once, and it was just like, I'm never using this ever again. So it's like, oh, my bike got stolen. It's like, shit, that sucks. The worst part is I told the landlord, and I was like, oh, yeah, someone stole my bike. Do you have like any footage? They're like, nah. And I was like, well... I guess it's good that I don't really use it that much. And they're like, yeah, but you could have sold it and made some money. I'm like, yeah, thanks thanks for fucking reminding me about that. I was, yeah. I was trying to let that thought go, but thanks for rubbing salt in that wound. Landlady. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was just, like, it's technology. We're pseudo-technology, I guess, in this podcast. Almost better uh, than bikes. I, yeah. Uh, but I just thought it was, like, a really fucked up idea of just, like, yeah, there's this legal chemical that can make you induce vomiting on the spot, and we're just going to put it in locks. Like God, what else can you put it in? And like, I feel like this can get abused really quick. And yeah, I I could see that happening. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. So be on the lookout for just random vomiting bikers. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, the big and story. The big story. We didn't even am- announce it. The Nintendo nah. Switch. Nintendo yeah. Switch. That happened, and we forgot to talk about it last time. Welcome Oops. to the Nintendo Switch, where well, all of your dreams are us. Quite literally, the <laughs> whole, the whole internet is freaking out, and they're very <laughs> hyped for this. I personally don't really care. It's just not, uh, like, I'm not a gamer on the go, but, like, let's hear from you guys, because I know you're going to talk it up. I'm excited for it. I am. Well, I think we recorded the day before it got announced, like, not knowing it. So, oh, that's sorry true. if we're late on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it. I love the list of of developers for it. It's a lot, uh, a lot of third party developers. A lot of third party developers. A lot of my favorite game ever was made Skyrim. by Skyrim. Uh, oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna Which say is on there. Skyrim. Yeah, they yeah. advertise it. No, I'm and I'm not like everyone. He seems to be focusing too much on Skyrim. It's like, all right, yeah, that's that's neat, but that's not that's not why I'm stoked on it. Yeah, I'm excited because of well, one level five games. Mm-hmm. Made Dark Cloud two. Right. They've made so many other good games as well. They're signed up for this. So is Square Enix. So are, yep. so many other JRPG making companies. And Atlas. Yeah, Atlas, Atlas yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, whether or not you use it as a mobile platform, I still just think the games are going to be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, and you should always judge a console on. The games that come out, how well they play, and like how I guess how frequently releases are. Like I'm looking at the Vita. <laughs> there's like there's good games on the Vita, but the release the release times between them are pretty Once awful. Once a year, but um, all right. Yeah, can I voice my concerns here. The like, maybe I didn't really do my fair amount of research, so maybe you guys actually happen to know the answers to my questions. But like, for, for instance, the one thing that I see when I look at this, uh, console, it looks like there's some sort of dock that accepts a tablet, which also has controllers on each side. So my question is, if you remove the tablet portion of the console, like, is that like the, mo- that's probably the most expensive piece of the whole unit. And if you fuck that up or like lose it or something or it's stolen, or does that render the, doc you have useless i would assume so so you're saying if you lose the center screen that's like on the controller and stuff yes if you lose that is the whole console shot yes yeah that's pretty much the whole console well that's what i mean and and everyone's taking it on the go places it's very potential to get damaged and or lost that doesn't make it a bad console no i'm not i'm not saying that at all but i like twenty five hundred dollar max everywhere and no one's same thing, but like that. my mom's lost like five Kindles or something. I'm just like exaggerating, but like I feel like <laughs> many people can relate to that. Where yeah. and here we have like a very not. I'm not sure how expensive it's going to be actually, uh, but we have a expensive piece of technology that you could potentially damage. And then, yeah, what if it sustains damage and doesn't fit in the dock correctly? Like you're you're just going to. I be, mean, I'm I'm. That's one of my only concerns. Well, I would address that concern right away by saying. That's literally the case for everything in the world. That's what like I was I drop, just saying with the Mac. Yeah. <laughs> if I drop my phone, it, what happens if it breaks and I can't recharge it? Then I have to get a new phone and well, I'm that's shit the, out of luck. That's what I'm trying to say, though. Like, when I think of gaming console, like, I've never had that problem before unless it was like, oh, I'm taking my original Xbox to a friend's house. I spill, like, a two-liter Mountain Dew on and it still fucking works. Like, I don't know. 
I don't I mean, know. I also, trust I trust Nintendo out oh, of any company to make something sturdy. I'll say that. Yeah, they are it's pretty good like, sturdy. But I would I wouldn't trust them with the word console because they also at the, the launch of the Wii U they said this is not a console. But then you couldn't just get a Wii U tablet and connect it to your regular Wii. You had to buy a whole new Wii for the Wii U. So it is a console. Yeah, like, it was a console. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if they're gonna like play around with this. Or like, oh, it's technically not a console. It's just like another tablet with new controllers and stuff. It's like, oh, so I can just buy it individually. It's like, no, you'd have to buy it as a whole new package if anything breaks. I it's don't like, think then- they would do that just because of it. Not they were getting so much backlash with the Wii U and when, when that happened, no one even knew what it was. No one had exactly. any idea. Well, I remember Reggie at the head of North uh, Nintendo North America saying at the launch, "This isn't a new console," but it was. Like, I don't know why it was such a bad thing to say it was, because then it would at least be more clearer what it was to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. And I don't know. It's got these de- detachable controllers. That's something else you could lose. I'm just positive someone's going to be like, oh, I just got this thing, lost the left controller. And then it's like, hopefully you can buy these things individually, because that would blow if it's just like, oh, buy a controller set, not just one or, one or the other. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, I'm just surprised it's not the nail in the coffin for Nintendo, to be brutally honest. I mean, that's what everyone said with the GameCube, and that was actually one of the more successful consoles. Yeah, I don't know, Dan. Based on what people are saying online, I think this will only help boost Nintendo's sales. Also, like the with the controllers and stuff, I'm sure you'll be able to buy replacement ones. I mean, you can already... They're already announcing, like, third-party controllers, like... Mad Cats? I saw that. It looks like an Xbox controller, Yeah, it just looks like an Xbox controller. So, if you can buy that... I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to not be able to find the ones that attach to the side. Yeah, I love that people have already taken like the trailer from it where it shows a girl playing it on her TV and then she sees her friends on a rooftop party across the street or something, because we all have rooftop parties across the street. Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah We're normal totally. people. We don't live in a sitcom on CBS. but In downtown she, Manhattan. Yeah, and then she brings the nintendo switch with her like the screen and she's playing with them and they just turned into this like karen you anti-social bitch stop bringing video games everywhere you go talk to other people at the party like they just people immediately took it and started making memes out of it um but yeah if for anyone who doesn't know what it looks like it's the wii U tablet with imagine an xbox controller and snap it in half and then slam it on both sides of the tablet like it's that so i think the controller together is reasonable and it looks like an Xbox controller to me. I think as like attached to the screen is fine as a Wii U tablet. Individually, like when they were showing two people playing it each with half of that controller, I think it's way too small. Like no one you'll be able to play it like that, but I don't think anybody will. It'll be like playing the Wii mote like horizontally for Super Smash Brothers. No one does that if they have a choice. That was awful. It, no one likes that. So I think people are going to immediately buy those third-party controllers that are actually full controllers. And I think that's going to be the question of how mobile is it? Because if you're not using those tiny-ass controllers that can snap to the screen and you have to carry around a big-ass controller like an Xbox controller, is it as mobile as like they're advertising it? Even still, though, just carrying a controller is not really that bad if you have a backpack. <laughs> But that's what I mean. Well, like, not everyone has backpacks and stuff. But also, yeah, how often? Wait, what? <laughs> if you can buy a Switch, I think you can afford a backpack. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't afford it. I'm saying people don't have them. Wait, who doesn't have a backpack? Since college, I couldn't tell you the last time I've ever used a backpack. Wait, really? Okay. I have no recollection of that. Like, maybe if you live in a city or something and you're carrying stuff around, sure. But I don't know the last time I've ever used a backpack that wasn't for school. Who uses backpacks these days? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, in general, I, I, I know what you're saying. I, I don't know. I Still, there's nothing for it. Like, in, to, in my opinion, it looks to me like, uh, Nintendo, you finally caught up. You're a couple generations late. Like, now you can handle fucking good graphics and Skyrim and shit, and you're getting some pretty big names involved. But, like, overall, I wonder if the online capabilities there, because they've always been lacking in that department, too. So... It, there's but still a lot to be seen. My guess is it's not going to be insanely expensive because just keeping with what Nintendo's always done, it's just never that expensive. Yeah. It's, yeah, they've never had the most expensive console on the market. Yeah, they shoot low. Yeah, so... Nintendo's always been kind of behind. Like, the Wii, when it came out, was relatively the same thing as the GameCube, just with motion control. Yeah, like, it was the graphics weren't any better. It was 480p. Yeah. I know people who 
bought games that were both on Wii U and GameCube, they bought them on the GameCube just because it would run better. So they've they've never been like the forerunner of like graphics and like powerhouse like hardware and stuff. So I don't expect it to be like rivaling the Xbox what S one or whatever they're calling it or the new PS four like all these Project Scorpio crap. I don't expect it to be the forerunner for this. I'll uh, when I get one, I'll I'll give the reviews on it. Yeah, you'll be our review guy. But also for the third party stuff. Uh, I think the Wii U is also advertised for a lot of third-party support, and that kind of fell through as well. So just because they have so many doesn't mean they're all going to be great or they're all going to be pumping out games. Like, they got Marvel on here for a third-party, and they're probably just going to have those shitty games based off the movies that no one likes because they're terrible. So I expect Nintendo to be Nintendo, the same as it is. I think this is going to just be another Wii U where they're going to have some solid Nintendo games, and then all the third-party games are going to be meh to okay, if not terrible. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's well. That's where JRPGs shine. I feel Nintendo's like those, good with the Japanese stuff. Yeah. yeah, Nintendo and Japanese games pretty much always do at least good enough to have me finish the game. That's what. Yeah. They, they could live off of just Mario and Zelda alone. I feel like I don't. Uh, I, I buy Zelda games like no, I don't. The last Zelda game I bought was Twilight Princess. Oh, uh, that was my favorite one. It, I, well, I Skyward Sword it, sucked. Yeah. Everyone's like everyone pretty much agrees Skyward Sword was just a shovelware like pushing the Wii Motion Plus control uh, controllers. Yeah. So n- n- I don't know anyone whose favorite game was uh, Skyward Sword. If if it is, let us know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they have Breath of the Wild, the new Zelda game that looks amazing, but that's also coming out for Wii U. So I think that's that could have been. I don't know exactly when the Switch is launching. But I feel like that would uh, it will launch in 2017. Uh, I feel like the Breath of the Wild would have been a huge launch title for the Switch, but it's also being released for the Wii U, much like Twilight Princess was on the GameCube and the Wii when it launched. So I I think Nintendo is just doing the same thing they always do, and it works for them. If hell, if Nintendo just wanted to you know pull things back and just focus just on Jap- uh, Japan and not even sell in America anymore, they'd still survive. They wouldn't be as big as they are, but they'd be fine. Actually, give me a second. I I read somewhere that like Nintendo, if they stopped selling games, they would be able to sustain themselves for like oh, years. Oh, it's like fifty years or something. Like yeah, that. that's They're fine. That's what I mean, though. And they're also not doing anything VR related, are they? Because I feel like that's moving forward is going to be something that's going to hinder them for not like dipping into. Well, honestly, I think VR is just the next step of gimmicky gaming because it's like motion controls because we had the Wii and then we had the PlayStation Touch, which is now turning into PlayStation VR. And then we had the Xbox One Connect. The Connect is completely dead. Like, so those were just kind of gimmicky stuff related for motion control for gaming. And I think that's what VR is. Uh, just this week, I saw someone testing out a PSVR and they played a game that they played. There was a guy on YouTube. So he played Job Simulator on the Vive. And it looked awesome, like, and it seemed very well. And then to compare it, he played Job Simulator again, but on the PlayStation VR, and it looked super buggy, and the controls were way off, and just nothing really seemed to work. And he said it was uncomfortable to wear. And so, who knows? Maybe VR might not be as strong as we think it is. Yeah, no, I definitely think that that is going to require a couple generations worth of VR to see if it uh, maintains or if it kind of dies off like Connect. But I understand why they cut Connect because, yeah, I don't know. Because Connect was racist and didn't pick up black people. Uh, <laughs> God no, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's always done its own thing, and its own thing is the same thing for the last 30 years because they don't do anything new. So I'm not surprised that they're not doing VR, and I don't think they care. I think they're just going to keep doing what they know works. Which is just fucking Mario Maker. That's what I mean. I'm. I just. They're not for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's. That's that, understandable. Yeah. It is what it is. Um. Yeah. Do you guys want to play some game or no game? I got a wild one for us. No. Okay. Sure. Cool. And let's see, we're playing Game or No Game. 
So, round one, what do you think of this? Turbo Sloth X. Or it could be Turbo Sloth 10. Uh, yes, I'll just say yes. I'll say no. It is a no. Yes. I want that to be a game. So, yes. Let's see. The next one is uh, 3D Baking Punch-Out. Yes. No. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that's, saying that's yes just, for everything. It's just too ridiculous. It's too much, like, internet buzzword. What crap. about this? Icarus Proud Bottom in the Curse of the Chocolate Fountain. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. And, all right, so... <laughs> And this is, listener, this is a game you need to do a little research on. It is the weirdest shit ever. It's basically this character who's propelled by his turds through the air as you're, and it's like a 2D, like side scrolling, uh, 8 bit masterpiece. You have to check this out. It is is amazing. And if you get damaged, like you lose your clothes or something. So you're like this naked dude flying through the air, pooping and shit. It's ridiculous. Check that out. Oh my God. Icarus Proud Bottom and the Curse of the Chocolate Fountain. All right. On to the next one. Uh, what do you think of this toilet tycoon? Yes. No. That's yes. Whoa! Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh how about a game called Who's Your Daddy? <laughs> no. No. Oh, it is. No. And the worst thing about it is it is this creepy as fuck, like strange game where you take the perspective of a guy who just had a kid. And sometimes like you're playing as the dad doing like arbitrary things like cooking or whatever. And then sometimes you're playing as the baby crawling around. But your objective is to like cause as much mayhem as possible. Oh, and the fucking. No, I know what this is. We've talked. I've brought this up before. That's yeah, right. I, know that I was going to say, I, I knew it sounded familiar. And yeah, I saw a video of someone playing it and the baby crawled in the oven and the dad's like basically cooking the baby. I'm like, this game's too much for me. No, so, I've, I've seen that game too. I don't. Yeah, it was a game that was on Steam uh, Greenlight, which we've talked about. And it was early access and it's just super broken. Like it's not a well-made game at all. No, it's, like that, it's glitchy. It's that tongue in che- yeah, it's that tongue-in-cheek like quippy like octodad level like the first octodad where it's just like ah it's so bad it's good huh it's like no it's just bad but the whole point is one person plays as the baby and tries to kill itself and then the other person plays as the oh that's and tries right to stop it fuck i think this was in game or no game oh, i'm sorry uh repeat it probably was. <laughs> anyway uh on to the next one wait what's the the toilet one about you know toilet tycoon uh yeah. that here i actually have a video of that one if you i'll put it in our skype but it looks like a roller coaster tycoon, but about toilets, I don't fucking know. Yes. <laughs> you run a toilet store and you have to stop people from actually shitting in the store. It it looks just awful, like straight up, like it basically is roller tycoon, coaster tycoon. But yeah, there's a bunch of like there's like a row of shitters, and I'm just skipping through this video. Does not look good. Your toilet could be made out of ceramic or metal or marble, gold. Wow. Uh, this you're running toilet in like so a bathroom. Bad. I know. Yes. It's like multiple bathrooms across the city. Uh, this is, That's bad. I mean, it, it, it is what it looks like. Shit. All right. So I almost don't even want to bring up some of these other ones on the list. But all right. Let me try to skip. <laughs> Doug, the only person making you do it is you. So you have yourself to blame. All right. Well, then maybe I won't bring that one up today. <laughs> Because it is weird. Uh, how about a game called Enraged Squirrel Online? No. Yes. No. Uh, all right. And I'm there's. I'm just gonna do it. This game is too fucking weird to not bring up. Uh, well, I'm gonna say yes then. Uh, well, because if not- it's no, you wouldn't be saying like I fuck. I thought of this really fucked up game. Oh, but it is. It's called Super Wizard Fortress. <laughs> so I'm gonna say yes. It's a real yes. game. Though. No, no, that's no, that's that. I was just I was faking you oh, out. Shit. All right, what do you think of a game called Succulent? Yes, yeah. I'm uh, it's the weird one. It is the weird one. And God, <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to bring it up too much because it is just weird. Like, just uh, like awkward. Like, there's three dudes in in uh, boxers, and you control like them doing sexual things, and then all of a sudden like it like turns into like a bad trip where they're like demons or something. And I, that was just from a brief paragraph I read, and goddamn, it sounds like a nightmare. So if that's your thing, you might want to check out Succulent, the game. Douglas P. Coleman. We have talked about what if, Cobra wait. Club. Oh, goddamn it. What, what did you say wait. my middle name was? <laughs> P? I don't know. I just said initial. <laughs> 
We talked about Cobra Club, which is literally just a game about sending <laughs> dick pics. We talked about the one game where you're just shoving your hand in people's assholes. We talked about one game that's poop in your soup. All right. Well, like, this game you control like a guy putting like a lollipop or not even a, it's like a popsicle in his mouth and it's just like really weird. And you, oh, yeah, that's that's made by Robert Yang or yeah, I think that's his name who did Cobra Club. That's the same developer. Are you sure? Because then they also yeah. made a game called uh, Hurt Me Plenty. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely the same guy. Okay, because I was going to ask that one, but then I figured uh, maybe I'll just skip it. He is just this crazy guy. I don't know how he makes them, like, because he turns them out pretty quickly. But all he does is these weird, like, they're not even, like, games. No. They're just kind of, like, simulators. Like, you just do the same thing for, like, five minutes, and then it just repeats. And it's just super weird. And they're great. Like, it's just really odd. Yeah, wait, hold on. Let me read what it said about Hurt Me Plenty. Um, It's a short game where you spank the heck out of a dude and learn about how BDSM communities attempt to formalize consent. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you just spank a dude. That's the whole game. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, Robert Yang. Uh, He's got his own website. He's got an itch.io. There's plenty of stuff out there from him. He's weird, and it's hilarious, and I'm glad he makes games. All right, last game, guys. What do you think of this underwater fighter frenzy? No. No. You win. Game or no game? (laughs) Yay! Let's just go back to Robert Yang for a second. Oh, God damn it! There's one called Stick Shift. Oh, where you know his whole tr- gameography. I <laughs> know oh, I have the well, I have the website up, and it's hilarious. It's a short driving game about pleasuring a gay car and bringing it to climax. God damn it! <laughs> Manual <laughs> transmission as activist auto erotica. <laughs> like that's what this guy does. That's great. Uh, was it Radiator and Radiator Two? I don't even know what those are. We should play these. At, we should. Uh, these are good land party games. Yeah, stream them on the. No, we would be banned from Twitch. <laughs> yeah, wait. Good point. These are super banned. Yeah. Whoops. Just kidding. Um, but <laughs> thanks for listening, listeners. Hopefully, you enjoyed our show. Uh, let's do some plugs. Where can listeners find you, Mark? Uh, ABTS Mark on Twitch and. Uh, Mark Leak Hacks Lol on Twitter. Sweet. How about you, Bren? I am ABTS on ABTS Brendan on Twitter, right? I always forget. Uh, and Doctor Toasty Puns one five four three on was it Blizznet or Battlenet for Overwatch? Yeah, Battlenet. Okay, cool. Play me. I like getting people salty as May. And just pissing people off. It's super funny. Oh, cool. And listener, if you like our show, give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle is ABT Silence. I personally Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. Um, yeah, it's been a good episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you guys next time. <laughs> if, if you weren't sure whether or not it was a good episode, let's just reassure you it was a good episode. We, I think so. <laughs> it might be. Hey, get the heck out of my court.